Rebbe, is it just because we're getting chilly? I think that cold. It got cold. Oh, let's go. I'll be on the watch. Right. Yeah. Rebbe, are a lot of guys under the weather here? I don't think so. Do you hear that? A lot of times when the weather gets cold. No, because I'm under the weather. I just want to be a lot of times when the weather gets cold. I heard like a cold going over there. I want to talk about Slichas for a few minutes. We started last Maitish, this past Maitish Shabbos Slichas, and I want to explain some of the words that we can really think what we're saying and know what we're doing, especially Aseris Mechuvah as well. Before we do that, there's a prayer that some people say. In the Mesifta, we do say it at the end of Slichas. Some Yeshivas Chaim Berlin doesn't say it. There's a prayer, Machnisei Rachmim, that we pray, we pray to angels. And we say, Machnisei Rachmim, those that bring in mercy, Hechnisu Rachameinu, bring mercy, Lufnei Bala Rachmim, in front of Hashem. We're asking angels to intercede on our behalf. Mashmiei Tefillah, those that bring up prayers, that let prayers be heard. Hashmiu Tefillah Seinu, please bring our prayers, Lufnei Shaymeya Tefillah, to the one who listens to prayers. Mashmiei Tzaka, the ones who allow screams to go forward. Hashmiu Tzaka Seinu. If you notice, these are all different words for prayer. Words are very, very important. I was talking to the guys this morning. I'm going to say this quickly, because some of you have heard this from me too many times. Words are extremely important in our world. This world was created with words. Baruch Sha'amar v'haya Olam. Hashem spoke and the world exists. Omar v'yei, the world was created with words. Words express very specific ideas. Maish, I want you to get this for life. Is this a shirt? No. No. When I say the word shirt, you know what I'm referring to. This is not an S-H-I-R-T. There's nothing about it that's the letter shirt. When I say those words, you and I know we could have called it a cup. We could have called it silver foil. We said shirt. Me and you were sitting. We wanted to communicate. It's no fun if me and Maish can't talk. So we both like, mm. we point and we say shirt. We just like made a sound and said, okay, then we both shook our head knowingly. Whenever I say that, I mean this. There's nothing about this that's an S-H-I-R-T. Is this a chair? No. no. A chair, when I say chair, both of us should know I'm t- I want to tell you something about the thing I'm sitting on. There's nothing about it that's a C-H-A-I-R. It's just an arbitrary word that we made up. So when I talk about something, now, is this a key say, Viggy? Yes. It's, nothing, it's not a word made up so you and I know what I'm referring to. It's a kisei because every letter of the Aleph phase is a spiritual force. And if you knew the spiritual force and you studied the Isis, this under me is a chaf, samach, Aleph. That's what it is. That's its makeup. It's a kisei. That's just what it is. It's a kisei. It's what this thing is. Now, 
There's halacha that the halacha is, is relevant to if you read the Megillas Esther in English. Yes, yes. If you read it in Russian, yes. How about if a Frenchman reads it in English and doesn't understand English? He's not yaitzah. Why? Because I didn't say anything. If I, in, the, in the Megillah it says chair. If a Frenchman says the word chair, he didn't say anything. It's only a word in as much as you and I know what it refers to. To somebody who doesn't know what it refers to, to a Frenchman, the word chair is nothing. He didn't say anything. It only is a word in as much we have some agreement and knows what it refers to. To a Frenchman, the word chair is not a word. Kisei, whether you understand it or not, you said this, because this is a kisei. Understand, Viggy? Now, if there are two words to say the same thing, Let's get laughter, Let, happiness. Simcha and gila, do they mean the same thing? Happy and happy. They can't mean the same thing, because if they were the same thing, they'd be the same letters. By having different letters, they're clearly not the If they're the same thing, they have to have the same letters. If they're two words for joy, then they obviously mean something different. It has to be something different. So what's the difference between simcha and gila? They're different kinds of joy. Gila is the unexpected joy. I had the best day with Yisrael Mayer the other day. He found $5 in his pocket. It was like a dream. It was the best day of our lives. We went to, the, I don't know where he found it. The Bacher put it in. I wish I set it up, but I didn't. And he found $5. It was a party. We went to Kosher World. We figured out what he could order. I slipped her some more. It was Levedic. It was Geshmak. It was like the best day of his life. That's Gila. Five dollars in your pocket that you're not expecting is gila. Unexpected joy. That's gila. It's interesting. David Amelach says, "Vani I knew your chesed was coming. I trusted. I never was worried. I knew you'd help me out. Then he says, Yet I have gila in your salvation. He shouldn't have gila. If he expected it, gila is the unexpected. David Amel says, I knew the Yeshua was coming. So what's a gila? Ah, good cash. Okay, so that's But you have to know the word gila means unexpected. Now, it can't be the same thing as semcha because then it will be the same word. Got it, Maish? Now, when you're into something... The more, you, if you're into something, you have bigger vocabulary about that thing. When I talk to you about words, I am not joking around. I want a yeshiva like this has to be into words. We're going to have odes tomorrow night. Besides the praising one another, odes are very important to me that guys can articulate. Where a yeshiva of ideas, it's very bad if you don't have a good vocabulary. Because how do you express specific things? You know when a guy says, I, I just can't explain it? That's very bad. If you had it clear, you could explain it. But that's, that's not a chesarin just in words. That's a chesarin in, in here. You can't articulate. Or, or, you, or you better learn some language how to say it. Words are very important. I get excited when I hear a new word because it's an idea that I want to express and I have a way of saying it. Recently, I learned the word cohorts from a parent. I said, what did you just say? If a person teaches me a new word, I'm excited. It's ve- not because of shtick. It's not like to sound, what's it called? I don't remember the word. There's a word for somebody who uses fancy words. So if I know the word, it's a weird word for somebody who says fancy words. He's called the name. What? <laughs> I love you, Chaim. 
There's a word for somebody who specifically, homework for somebody here, please get me that word. There's a word for people who use fancy words when they can say it simpler. That's not what I'm trying to do. It's good to have a vocabulary so you can articulate ideas. The word coert, somebody used, I was like excited. It was a good word to express things. That was a really good line, Chaim. Well, guys are going to laugh like in an hour. Like, <laughs> Anyway, the bottom line is, is that... Um, is that if you're into something, the more you're into it, the more you know words about it. A guy into cars knows many words for the different car parts because cars are important to him. So he has tremendous amount of words for cars. You found the word? Yeah, it's Yeah, it's very yeah. yeah. Anybody who says that word is one. If you say that, you are one. Sesquipedalian. If you use fancy words, you don't have to. You're a sesquipedalian. And if you say that word, you're definitely one. And welcome home, Gareth Shilip. Welcome home. Wow, 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 wow. So happy you're here, Gersh. Mazel tov. What a simcha it was. Beautiful simcha. Eskimos, like people who have like a ton of names for snow. For snow. It's, and they have all different names for snow because it's really important to them. So they have many words. Soft, and they all know, like you don't call soft snow and hard snow and this powdered pack. They have all different types of snow because snow is very important in their existence. Whatever is important, families, you could tell Holocaust families that aren't into emotions have very few words for emotions. Because they're not into emotions. If a bacher here says, I am bugging, I will, that's like the biggest curse word in this yeshiva. If you dare use the, the curse word, I'm bugging, you will get in so much, that's a dirty, disgusting word. Because we're very into emotion here. That word, is a, that's a drug word, it's a horrible word, there's no such emotion. Are you sad? Are you lonely? Are you angry at somebody? Are you worried about something? It's the cover-up word. A guy, I'm, I'm bugging. There's no such emotion. Your terrorist is you don't want to get in touch with what you're feeling. That's a smoke-up, drink word. A healthier word is I'm nervous about something. You're nervous about I'm lonely. I'm angry at somebody. That's a healthy expression. I'm very mad. Oh, you're mad. That's very normal. A guy, that, a guy yesterday was articulating something. He was bugging like that. He, was, he, 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 he just say what you... And then he said what he was feeling. It was so cool. We faced it. We faced it. We dealt with it. It was spoken. Words are extremely important. In the Torah, there are many, many words for prayer. Remarkable. I would say the topics, three topics have the most words that I know of prayer. There are tons of words for prayer. Reb Pincus speaks about 12 types of prayers. And they're all different types of prayers. But prayer is very important. So there are a lot of words for it. There are a lot of words for temptation. Taiva, for some guys think taiva is like a dirty thing. I have taiva. Great. I mean, you have desires. Wonderful. Taiva is great. It's, we, we ascribe taiva to Hashem. Taiva is very good. Desire is excellent. Excellent. If you desire girls, Excellent. I pray all my, I have five boys. My fifth one's young. I pray as Taiva Fenoshim. It's very important. I want him to marry one one day. Taiva is very important. There are all different types of desires. It's a very important word because human beings meant to be somebody who shayef, who craves, who yearns. And there are all different words for desire. From nechsefa, kisufim, 
is a word for taiva. Kol sanafshi is a word for taiva. They're all, and then you have to know what the different types of drives and wants and cravings and yearnings are. It's a very important word as such. There are many words in Lush and Kaidish. It's important in Lush and Kaidish what they're words for and what they're not words for. The Ramban says that from the Ramam and Marinavuchim that there's no words for certain body parts in Lush and Kaidish. That's why it's called the holy language. It's very cool what there is a word for it. There's not, there's no word for a facilities in Lush and Kaddish. That's why I love the word, English word facility. I don't like calling it anymore. It's a facility. It's a, it's a room. It's, it's a facility. There's no word for all different things. It's important what there are words for, what they're not words for. Lush and Kaddish is a Beautiful. It's the language, not a language. It's the only language because it is a kisse. It is what it is, and very important to study lush and kodesh. What about like a bathhouse? That's not base hamerchat. It's a house of baths. So that's not considered like a bathroom. It's interesting. You're saying the word bathroom is not so bad. It's just saying fakert. It's not an exact. You say even that's not so bad. You say you're saying good that it's also pretty cool to use bad. I'm not looking to rip America either. He's right that a shtickle that the word there is also pretty sensitive. It just describes yeah yeah very good good point, Josh. Good. We're not here to, to to beat up any country at all. Not that's not and to be cynical on anything. Actually, you're right. You're right. That is pretty impressive. The bottom line is is that uh, that language is very important. And la- when you hear many words for prayer, the different type of prayers in this in this words when we're davening to angels, we're asking them to bring Tashem all different prayers, and there are different words for these different prayers. The Machnisei Rachamim, the ones who bring in mercy, which are some type of supplication of prayers, bring our Rachmanus Tashem. The ones who bring our Tefillah, bring our Tefillah Tashem. The one who bring our Tzaka, our yells, bring our yells Tashem. In the word of Tzaka, yells, a yell is, is when it's less, uh, any yell is really without words. Now you could be Vayizak El Hashem, you could say words, but your words aren't what you're trying to say. If you've ever seen a bacher like mad at you and he's screaming things, he's not saying his words, he's saying, I'm angry. So it's the is like the scream, not, not the words, it's the emotion that you're just bringing out. So you say, the ones who bring Tashem Tzaka, bring our Tzaka in front of Hashem. Those that bring tears, bring our, our tears to the one who's misratza, who is appeased by tears. So we're praying to angels. And we ask the angels, make a lot of effort, and bring a lot of requests in front of Hashem. So we're praying to angels. It's a big shaila, do you pray to angels to intercede? Some people will not say this prayer. According, the Gemara says you're allowed to say it. There are people based on Kabbalah who will not say this prayer. In Chaim Berlin, they don't say it. In the Masifta, we do say this prayer. It's important whenever you pray, if you go to a Beis Akvaris, if you go to a graveside and you daven, when you daven to a gadol, there are two things you could do at a graveside. Either you daven to Hashem, and the Mishabruah says in two places these two ways of praying. When you go to a tzaddik's kever, to a grave, you either pray to Hashem, and I'm at the kever, you're eliciting the merits of the tzaddik, b'schos the tzaddik Hashem, and you talk directly to Hashem, or you can ask the tzaddik to talk to Hashem. Keep in mind the tzaddik has no power. He could be what's called a melitz. A melitz is somebody who goes 
who, who speaks on your behalf, an attorney. That? What? Why do we need that? We're allowed to talk direct. We believe this tzaddik has a lot of in. He's close to Hashem. So he's in. We, we talk direct. I know we can talk. But if I can have somebody intercede also, much like any melech, I could talk to the melech. But if I know somebody who's close to the melech, it's kedai to get him to speak as well. So at the, we're close to the melech for sure. He's a big tzaddik. Has, certainly has a lot of and eliciting, asking him to plead to the melech is allowed also. Whenever you daven at a kever of a tzaddik, remember when you daven to the tzaddik, he, only Hashem decides, only. He's close to Hashem, and as such, tzaddik, please speak to Hashem also. We need Hashem to do something. The tzaddik doesn't control anything. Hashem runs things. He's close to Hashem. You dive into the tzaddik to speak to Hashem, to be a melitz. So when we sing to angels, angels don't run the world. Hashem does. We're asking the angels to be a melitz, to intercede. So that's this prayer, Machnise Rachman. If you allow, I want to sing it with you. It's meaningful to me. What's meaningful to me is we really, it's a serious situation we're in. I don't, this is not about their place is Elul, and I, we don't try to make a heaviness. It's very dangerous for me to try to create an artificial heaviness. And people speak about what Elul used to be like. Me and you have shaykhs to Elul. We could do it. We have shaykhs to Yom Adin. The, the intensity is not what we're shooting for. All too often, a Bacha tries to be intense. The goal wasn't intensity. The goal was to live honestly. The honesty caused the certain, the, the honesty and reality can create a tensity. We shoot for the tensity and then we just don't live the reality. We were tense. I was very tense. Oh, oh that's not the mitzvah. I'd much rather Bacher's not intense and thinks for a few minutes about the reality. We are being judged. This Shabbos, whether a guy feels he can handle that or not, mm-hmm. it's just the truth, that we're being judged for the year. That's a reality. That's a big reality that Hashem judges our year for ourselves, our families. Our year is judged on, Shabbos, on this Shabbos, is the first day of Rosh Hashanah, and there's a Yom Adin. That's, that's a reality. Um, what a guy does with that reality, there's a certain achan, a certain preparation. I love this song that I'm pretty serious about, and I ask the angels, please, Go pray on my behalf. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go anywhere I can. Something serious is coming. So I think that's an important point. Yes, Yosef. That's a great, 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 great question. So there's two things. When we say we're judged, first of all, our actions of the past year are being judged, and the decision for what's going to be, Hashem's giving out all different things for going forward. Parnassa and all different things are being given out. That's being judged Rosh Hashanah. If you're bothered by Yosef, so why do I dive with Parnassa every day? Isn't it judge Rosh Hashanah? You have to taste this in Rosh Hashanah. I don't want to speak about all this. There's a day of judgment. That's a reality, a serious reality. That is something that somebody can ignore. We're very good. We can ignore any reality. We're great at that. We can ignore all the realities we want. We're excellent. We're human beings. are good at ignoring any reality. We lead the best possible life when we apply ourselves to yes, reality. The fact that we can ignore reality doesn't make it not reality. It just means we're ignoring reality and we're good at that. There's a reality of Yom Adin that's a reality and if we apply ourselves to that which is true and that is real, it's just a good recipe for a very good life. So part of this song that we're asking angels to intercede, I always sing it only this time of year, and I like singing it this time of year. I like for myself the sense of 
something serious is coming. So I'm like running around like, hey, help, help. Anybody, anywhere I can get help, I like singing it now. I want to sing it with you, and then I want to talk to you about Slichais a little bit. Shleim of Likadu Machnisei Rachim. There's a low key. The second high goes very high. Machnisei Rachim. Hachnisei Rachim. He's right, he's right. We'll stop the song. Mendy's right, we should give these out. Page Nun Ches. Mendy, you're an angel. So we're praying to angels. <laughs> I made Mandy, please down for all of us. You want a good visual, Ezra? You want a good visual? Is there anything you've done in your life that you're partying while you do it, but you know there's an expensive price for this? It's not going to be worth it. It was a blast, but at the end, the price is steep. So as a guy drinks, he knows he's killing himself, but it's, it's a blast for an instant. That's my visual. When you sing the low part too high, it sounds beautiful, but it's all going to explode. You sing it a little low, it might not be geschmack, but when we get to the high parts. <laughs> okay, let's go. Page Nunches, the last paragraph. You want to start a better key? It has to be very low. Okay, so good. Hachni surachamer Lifnei balarachamer Mashmi yisefila Shmi yusvila seinu Lifne <laughs>
If you can keep the slichos, and please turn to page Nun Hay. It's on many pages. There's one on Nun Hay. What we, what we started might say Shabbos and done for a couple of days, and we'll continue through our Sarasimei Tshuvas, we're going to say Ashamnus. Ashamnus are not just words we're shooting out, and we're not just beating ourselves up. I'm bad, I'm terrible, I'm hard. It's not what's happening. We're thinking about things that we've come up short and want to improve. It's, not meant, it's meant to be a very sincere and authentic experience. Don't bang fast. Go slowly and think about things that I want to improve and get better on. Each one is a world. You, you're not going to be able to think thoroughly through. I, I can't. I can't tell you. Not year one. Through all of them, pick one, two, three, four that you think about. Spend an hour or two on it, or three. Don't rush anywhere, Yom Kippur. Don't rush anywhere, Sarah Simei Tshuva. Don't rush anywhere, Yom Eslichais. It's not a game of keeping up with the next guy. It's a game of authenticity. It's something real. In these words, we're going to go through some of the Hashamnus. There's very important words, maybe from the three most important words that we say is Sarnu, after we say all the Hashamnus, we say, Sarnu mi mitzvah sech I veered from your mitzvahs, from your commands and laws that are good. And the next three words, don't rush. They're very important words. V'loi shav means it wasn't worth it, I regret it. Very important words, don't keep up. We're not just... Words are very important. We, we was trying to learn words. We'll spend our year learning words, my friend. The Shavelanu means it wasn't worth it. I regret it. Don't say that fast. Pause. Think. Go through things we might have done and think it through and say, you know, I really, I really want to do it. Veloy Shavelanu. It's a, it's an experience to say those three words. That's not just to be. <laughs> That's an experience. You're saying that I regret it. It wasn't worth it. I do not like where it brought me. So I may have done something. Think that through what that means. It might have even been geschmack for a second or two. I am not happy about it. I completely regret it. This is called charat. It's from the ikarim of tshuva. From the essence of tshuva is the serious sense. I really don't want to do that. People in their <coughs> lives love leaving things vague. I, I don't know. I didn't really decide. And then you do it over and over. Did you, I want you to think. Velay Shavalan, who's very powerful declaration, I'm not into that. I don't like where it brings me. It's even important. So many times we do things again and again. We say, I'm, I'm not doing anything right. I just, I just, I'll use marijuana. I don't care for the, it's, it's important for every single one of us. Okay? I'm not against it. I, I still want to do it. You just never decide anything. You spend your life doing everything you don't want to do and don't decide you don't want to do anything. I do want to do something. Rabbi Kiva spoke a lot recently about declarations, declaring, what do I want? What am I into? You become very powerful when you make declarations. The lay shavalan was very powerful on wrongdoing that the lay shavalan, it's not worth it for me. I don't like where it brings me. I'm very not into it. I regret it. I flat out regret it. Very powerful words, very important words. Think through things. Don't just say, Think through, you know, I talk, I'm not into that. I, what, are, I, what are the meanings of the word? It means it's not worth it for us. It's not worth it. It wasn't, I don't, I'm not, just what didn't, it didn't lead me to a good place. I really don't want to do that. I regret it. means it's not worth it for us. It's not shava, it means it has no value to me. 
the mistake, I did things wrong and I honestly regret it. I really regret it. I, I, I honestly wish I didn't do it. What? That's fascinating. That's fascinating. What David just asked is fascinating. Individuals which seem so personal about my own life, I don't say ashamti, bogadati. I speak about us. I'm fascinated like by that. I'm fascinated because a lot of sin, not a lot, sin is always selfish. It's always about me. The Gemara has an expression, Ein adam nobody ever sins altruistically. You never sin for others. The Gemara says, a rule. Ein adam By its nature, sin is selfish. In Chazal? Let's find where it is. Ein adam I'm going to get you a Gemara where it's Ein adam Yeah, no, 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 I want to show it to you. Could you pass Avaidazara? It's not an Avaidazara, it's a Gemara and Gittin, but I can't think right now where the Gemara and Gittin is. Avaidazara in the back, Rabbeinu Yoyna quotes it. Let's see if I can see where Rabbeinu Yoyna quotes the Gemara. Oh, Ein Adam Chaitei. I found it on Safari. He beat me to a where, where, where? Bab Metziah Daf Hey. Hey, Hey Amud Beis, 5B. It's loading. 5B. So much shepherd stealing. You don't quite to play. You don't... <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. It's Hamid Bayes and Bamatsi. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, Sin by its nature is very selfish. It's all about me. I'm fascinating in our vidu, in our confessions for sin. I don't even speak just about me, I speak on the tzibur. We've all come up short. Now, it's not safety in numbers. Sometimes a guy loves saying, I messed up, but then again, so does everybody else. Like, it's like easing the, the burden. Here I'm part of a tzibra. Even my confession is part of a group. We have to do better. There's a whole tzibra. I'm part of something bigger. And even in saying my own flaws, we as a tzibra, me as part of a whole group, we as part of a group. So I think that's a very important point. It needs work on why we do this. Confession, which seems so personal, we don't say I sin, we say we sin. But let's get, I want to talk about, that's true, we sing it out loud, but just that we sing it's remarkable. But I want to talk about a couple of them today. I, in past years, have tried to go through every single one. Maybe we'll get there. Hashem runs the world. I would like in this Musravad to learn some of the Hashem news. I want to start with the second one. I like the second one. I started this morning with a couple of guys talking about it. I like the second one a lot. The second one is Bogadnu. We have been disloyal. Bogadnu. Disloyal. Loyalty is a very cool word. It's a cool word, loyalty. I want to tell you a story. A Yidin Eretz Yisrael called me up. And he, he's a Rebbe who sometimes knocks people. He knocked one of our Bachram. And I was too intimidated by him. And I just, I said, oh, oh. like I, I, like, I yesed him. That's Bagadnu, that's disloyalty. I'm close to that Bachram. I should have said, excuse me, don't ever talk bad about the guy again. That was Bagadnu, disloyalty. You're close to somebody. It's disloyal if a few people are making fun of your friend and you're just quiet. That's disloyalty. You're friends with him. 
Say, excuse me, don't talk about my friend that way. It's disloyal. It's disloyal to say Lashon on your friend behind his back. That's dirty. He's your friend. Don't knock him behind his back. That's disloyal. Loyalty is a beautiful word. It's so cool if we can commit this year to be more loyal. I want to tell you, I, I apologize to speak almost so bluntly. It's too good of a muscle. It's too good of a visual. It helps us too much, so I'm going to speak bluntly. I have seen in the yeshiva as a young guy protecting his sister. Another guy's like talking to her. And there's something nice. He's being loyal to his sister. He stands up to her. He talks macho. I'll kill the guy. I always, I always not I laugh. There's something nice. He's showing loyalty. It's cool. But he's so disloyal. He never calls her up. He's such a fraud. Because that's your loyalty. Do you stand? Now, it's nice when you, I shouldn't call him a fraud. It's like nice what he's doing. But you, are you, you're loyal? When's the last time you've gone out with your sister? When's the last time you call her up and tell her a compliment? You would do a lot better. You're fending off some guy. If you actually would be the brother you could be, by the way, you wouldn't have to fend off. And it's not going to work to fend off. Why is she craving compliments and attention and affection? Because she doesn't have people around her who are more loyal to her. So it's very nice. It's, I shouldn't be cynical. It's so nice you're standing up. But hello, maybe you should call her more often. Maybe you should actually spend time with her and say, hey, do you want to go somewhere? You go out to eat and you talk. Loyalty is a beautiful word. I, it's very emotional to me. A lot of guys here are going to go home. You have a six-year-old brother who's waiting for you. Very moving to me. You have a six-year-old brother who's waiting for you. And parents, it's a move. And a wife, a wife. To anybody who's married, says, Bogadnu, do you call her enough? Do you check in? Do you, take, do you treat her like the queen of the world? Do you, boy, the Gemara talks about divorce. It says the wife of your youth that you were disloyal, that you were a traitor to. Begeda, disloyalty. Disloyalty. There's a word called disloyal. By the way, I told you words. The, how do you say disloyal? Bogadnu. What's a, what does beged mean? Clothing. Why are clothing and disloyalty traitor the same word? You ever wondered that, Ari? Clothing is trade. Trade. I remember they have to be the same thing. Because is, is this a beged, Maish Partush? Yes. It's a Bayes Gimel Dal. You know what else is a Bayes Gimel Dal? Disloyalty. Why are garments and disloyalty the same spiritual makeup? Because by a garment, by its nature, is disloyal. It's not you, it's what you want to represent. It's disloyalty, your essence, by its nature. If it was really you, why do you need it at all? I want to show you guys I'm a Rebbe. I wear Rebbe clothing. I'm a Rebbe. You know? it's a, it's a, you're, you're representing something. It's a disloyalty to the essence. If it wasn't a disloyalty to your essence, when there was no sin, there was no clothing. Because why? your essence, you didn't... Why is it also a symbol of covering? What? Why is it also a symbol Isn't that amazing? That's a great question. It's funny that... He's referring to the Gemara Babakama that he called clothing his honor. Fascinating that the, the same thing that could be a begida could be, could, be, could be covered. Very good question. But, um, but this, anyway, Bagadnu means disloyal and it means clothing. Here we're talking about disloyalty. Any husband says Bagadnu should think for a bit, two, three hours. Don't rush. Don't rush. Say the word Bagadnu, pause, and do some work. Do some real work, but speak it out. Say, hey, now if you're married, you ask yourself, am I properly loyal to my wife? 
Do I take care of her? Do I put her first? You know, the person in the world who most commits to you, who bets on you the most in the world, is your wife. If I promise if a bacher joins Waterbury, I have a sense he bet on me. I start, I, I run this high school, I started this high school. He bet on me, he joined my school. I promise I have a pressure, he should be happy. <coughs> Obviously, because he, he bet on me. Now that's a weak betting at first. It, it's just not, he didn't put his life here, he's here. But, but to a degree, he bet on you. Does that, he has to count to you. Your wife is the person in the world, she gives her entire history in your hands. Her life is completely dependent on her husband. The quality of her eternity depends. The next 100 years, a million years, 10 million, billion, depends on her husband. She puts her life, her husband does not, the husband does never says in Chazal, is Chayav Tluyun Aleha. Her life completely dependent on him. A lady can have only one husband, her life can't be dependent in two places. Her life is dependent on him, completely, absolutely, 100%. Is he loyal to the person who bet on him the most in the world? I can't fathom how uncompetitive a man is who's not the best husband around. He's meshuga. So betting on you doesn't... <laughs> Where's your pride? You have to be of the lowest esteem not to be the craziest husband. Somebody bet their life on you. Somebody put their life... Here, my life's yours. <laughs> what a begida, what a disloyalty that, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Loyalty. She bet her life. She bet, what, your parents don't bet their life on you. They didn't even choose you. You came out. Any other relationship, it's wonderful. The wife bets her life. Says, yes, I do, I accept. I bet my life on you being good. It's very powerful. That has to count for something, and then you take care of this person. So she, like revolves, crazy. she revolves her life around her husband's actions? Her life depends on him. Her life, it says, she cares a lot what he thinks, of course. He has to live up to that. Don't say Bagad fast. Slow. You're a son. Are you a loyal brother? Loyalty is a powerful word. Now, am I as loyal as I want to be? And think, go through it. Spend an hour. Don't worry about keeping up to anybody. Spend an hour. Hey, I'm a brother. Hey. Take an accounting. My good brother. My six-year-old brother. I call him up and uh, he's my brother. The little brother like waits and you come home and jumps up to that. I love always my kid, Yisrael May walks in the door. He always, his parents are excited. He expects it. I'm home. Like start the music. He comes in. It's so cool. Sometimes you're just exhausted. And Yisrael Mayer announces his presence like where's the band? It's like literally like the Chasen and Kalik game. It's the coolest thing. He's young and he's home. No, do you start dancing when your kid comes home? No. Where's your loyalty? Is your son? Is when, we can't, say, when we say what God means disloyal to people, every all disloyalty. You get all disloyalty. Loyalty is a midah. It's a midah. But God knew. We've been disloyal. I have not practiced loyalty. Sure, all, all relationships, 100%. All relationships by a loyal brother. I have a brother who like, so needs me, could use me, a good compliment. Just be a great old. You know the power of a good older brother? Powerful. An older brother is mighty. I always think a bacher comes here, gets a world of older brothers. I promise you, I think about it. A young guy walks in, Chaim Guri's, his older brother is fire. An older brother is fire. Fire. An older brother. Power of brother who's there for you is big, is huge. Are we loyal brothers? Our brother, you know that little guy who's excited me come home. We just walk in. He like waits for us, and after a certain time, they might give up a little. Loyalty. 
My brother, my sister. Rabbi <laughs> brothers aren't always so nice. <laughs> no, this what we, but this is what we're talking about. But we have to sit on it a little. Go th- think of examples that I could do better. You're committing to something. This is huge. You could have a year different. We are all of a sudden different in Bogadnu. This is not. We're not like. Bang, bang. This is not games. This is real stuff. And these are things that are the most important essence of our life. Imagine a guy who walks away from these days and he's a more loyal fellow. What we're doing here is practical. So we're not trying to get to some... I see people who like leave their life to get to El and then they return to their life. That wasn't, that wasn't what Hashem had in mind. Much better, you're less intense. And when you say Bogadnu, you think about what type of brother you are. But a serious thought to it. Very serious. And all of a sudden you say, I'm more loyal. Hey, I'm a brother. Hey, there's loyalties. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm a son. Hey, I'm a grandson. I have a grandmother. I have a grandfather. Hey, loyalty. In the best way I could be loyal. In the best way I could. And in what way can I improve? Is there, is there something? But I could think about it. I could actually rate myself. What type of family member am I? What type of friend am I? Am I a good friend? My a solid, solid friend to my friend. Do I have my friends back in, in, in good ways? Loyalty. It's a very important exercise and question and not to be done fast. This is real stuff going on. Sit on Bagadnu. I would usually could take like two, three hours. I, I don't know why a guy would rush him, Kipper. Spend four hours. Who do who you, you get behind and what do you get behind? Go through it well. Can you imagine you walk out of the Yemeyadin and you're a more loyal fellow? You've done well. You've done well. You're a more loyal guy. You're, you're busy with something. The goal is that Hanukkah time were different because of exercise we did now. This is not to get to some, like, from, to some, like, you know, to some spiritual inspiration and my blood. The goal is that this change, that I become a different person. But Gadden was a huge one. To become a more loyal person. What? The word is like delicious loyalty. You see, I, I have seen guys in yeshiva, we can all point to a certain guy, just a loyal guy. He's loyal. You can point to that guy, it's like, it's a mile, it's, it's to die for, he's a loyal friend, he's a loyal child, he's a loyal, he's loyal. In, if you know anything about Chaim Berlin, the word loyalty is very important. They like that word, they like that concept. Any, any sophisticated place, loyalty is impressive. When we bang Bagadnu, we have to ask how we allow treachery to enter in our life and been treacherous. Any guide to his wife has not put her first, second, third, fifth, is disloyal. Pasha disloyalty. Bagadnu, he has to say, I've, got a very dis- I've been very disloyal. My wife's first. I'll tell you a fascinating shot from the Torah. It's just true. It says about, sorry, it says about Yaakov has two wives, Rachel and Leah. And it says he loved Rachel more than Leah, which means he loved Leah. It says he loved Rachel more than Leah, which means Le- Rachel was number one. That was his wife he wanted. He was tricked. Leah was second. The next Pasuk says Hashem sees that Leah snua. Leah is hated. Hated? Pasuk one, Yaakov loved Rachel more than Leah. Next Pasuk, Hashem sees ki sanua Leah. Leah is hated. Who said hatred? In a wife, anything that she's not first place, Hashem counts as hatred. 
she's first. There's not, there's not, no friend is before. Your parents aren't before. It's an open verse in the Torah. Your mother doesn't come. Your wife is way before mom. Like first, second, third, fourth, fifth. So, well, my mother, I have torn. I'm torn. My mom's like this. My wife is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wife. A person has a first commitment to a wife. It's a verse in the Torah, no less. So Bagadnu is a very, very crucial one to think about that I think bears a lot, a lot of thought to think about. I want to get to the, sec, to, the, to the next one and really talk very briefly about the next one. It's something my Rebbe spoke a lot about. In the nine years I was to be by my Rebbe and hear Vadim from him, I would say this is the biggest topic he spoke about. The two topics were emuna, faith, and honesty in business, honesty in all your transactions. The next one we say is gazalmu, means we stole. Very coarse people, in order to identify sin, it has to be very coarse. When they picture stealing, they picture going into a bank with an Uzi and holding up the place. The more sensitive is the more refined you see what Zayla is. It says Avram Avinu's Mesechtas Avodizara at 400 Parakim. What does it mean? Avraham Avinu had more parakim and Avodah Zarah. The bigger the person, the more sensitive and subtle is their understanding of things. You would be shocked and I would be shocked at what Avraham Avinu perceived as Avodah Zarah. To us, it's an idol. You're about to. We would both be shocked to what Avraham Avinu, he was so subtle and sensitive, Ezra, he had a much more sensitive definition. It was thus a larger Masechta Avodah He understood much more what Avodah is and what it entails and what it says. When we say Gazalnu, it does not, don't picture a loaded gun, sensitive and subtle to be more honest with money. I don't know a greater place to assert our emuna. Emunas, people pay a lot of lip service to faith. Emuna, betachen, a lot of like lip service. Real emuna and betachen, that's the most practical, is don't touch a penny that's not yours. Hashem runs the world. He doesn't want you to have that penny. To have an honesty and integrity in business is the most real place of, of, of emuna. I want to ask a contradiction. There are two places in the Torah it speaks about Amalek attacking us. In one place, right next to it, Klai Yisrael doubts, Hayesh Hashem birkirbeinu im ayin. Hey, you think Hashem exists? Klai Yisrael has a chsar nemuna. It's the end of Bishalach and the end of Kiseitzei. Are the two places Amalek attacks us, our sworn enemies. In one place, Chazal say, a chsar nevemuna brings Amalek. Amalek attacks when we have a chsar nevemuna in faith. We say Ayesh Hashem Bikirbenim Ayim in a place called Rafidim. In a place called Rafidim, we doubt it is, is there Hashem. We don't see Hashem. And Amalek attacked. A lack of Emunah brings Amalek. In Kiseitse, right next to the parsha of Amalek, is the parsha of false, of cheating in business, false weights. Chazal say if you cheat in business, it brings Amalek. It brings Girui Ha'ayev, brings the attack of the enemy. One place, Chazal say lack of emuna. One place is cheating in business. The answer, Daniel's, it's one and the same. The most place that we can demonstrate faith, you could pay a lot of lip service to faith, but when it boils down to feeding your family, we all need money, supporting what you need to support, do you take that dollar that's not yours? Are you honest? Are you a real person? Integrity. 
There's a, there's a beautiful story. It's such a touching little story. But to me, this is the picture of Gadlus. There's a story, I believe it was with Aaron Cutler's wife. She was a very powerful lady. And her kids, there used to be you put a quarter in this scale and your kids could get their weights. Kids like it. It's cool. They check their weights. So the her two kids said to her, Ma, could you put a quarter in? We want to check our weights. How much we weigh? So she puts the quarter in. They checked her. And the kids figured out how they could check. Penny, you played off the charts last night. Come closer. I need Yay. you to come closer. Good boy. Good boy. I didn't know Vicky. I didn't know how good he was. I just feel good because if I love him, people say, I only love him. He's a good boy. I loved him before I knew Vicky. I didn't know. I didn't know. I know. Excellent, excellent, Penny. And a lefty to boot. Excellent, excellent. The kitzer is that his, with Aaron's wife put a quarter in this machine and the kid could check their weight. What they, the kids figured out a way that they could check both their weights. I think, I don't know exactly, they both stood on it right away and one jumped off. So somehow it said their combined weight, then it said one of, they, they figured out both their weights from one quarter. Right after they both jump off, Rebison Rischel, her name was, Evaren's wife, puts another quarter in the machine and they walk away. You did two weights. It's one weight per person. She put another quarter in as they were walking away. Honesty. Honesty. It cost a quarter for weight. You figure out a trick to beat the system. She put another quarter in. Two quarters. Honesty and money. Honesty and money. A dollar that's yours keep, a dollar that's yours don't keep. My Rebbe spoke about Amuna and spoke about honesty, Erluchkeit. I want to tell you something that's, that's very relevant today that I'm thinking a lot about. In thinking about the sugi of Corona, there's a lot a person could do. A guy knows he's not feeling well. Hey, do I go to the chasna or not? It's very cool. Nobody knows. Now, I'm not saying what you should do or you shouldn't do. I'm not getting involved. And there are a lot of questions with corona, any environment. Hey, we just won't say. And there becomes a lot of questions. It's very important that you have an inner world of true and not true, independent of people knowing. Not all our truths are based on what the next person sees, but what's the truth? But what's the truth? You are a very powerful person if you have an inner world of what's true and not true. It's called Yerushalayim, awareness of Hashem. There's a world of truth. Beyond what perception, others aren't going to catch you. In the Sogi of Corona, and I'm not paskening, I don't even care the Psak in terms of Corona. I care in our lives that I can get away with many things. Nobody will know if maybe it's wrong. There's a question in our life, is it true? Is it true? It says by many mitzvahs, Ani Hashem. And Chazal say, it says the mitzvah Sani Hashem, that you're capable of knowing seeing. It's funny, it says in terms of, of showing respect to Zkenim, it says, I am Hashem. Says Chazal, any single person cannot stand up for an old person and make believe you didn't see them. So it doesn't look bad, Ani Hashem. I, there's an absolute truth. Live that truth. Live that truth. When we say Gazalnu, don't picture only open gzela that you could be caught there are plenty of things we could do crooked that are, that are the perfect crime that can't be caught and gazalnu is a commitment that I want to be more honest, I want to have faith that's deep, that's real I want to live me and you Hashem and that dollar is not mine, I don't touch it
And there's many, many times in our life we can do all sorts of shady things. I can't get caught. It's the perfect crime, but it's not honest. It's not straight. It's not a dollar Hashem wants me to have. There's a word, Hayashar Be'ene Hashem. Is it straight in the eyes of Hashem? We spoke about the Yisem Nikiyam Hashem Yisrael of looking right in people's eyes, also being right, Klape Hashem. And that always has to count in our lives. Did you do what's right? Did you do what's true? There are many things you could do. People won't catch you. And we say, Gazalnu, I have stolen. Have I been Ehrlich? Have I been honest? Have I been true? I can claim, I can say, the next one, I won't get caught, but is it true? And I think that commitment in Gazalnu, specifically in Gezel, that I want to live with Emunah. I want in the most practical sense, Emunah, I want to live with you, Hashem. And I want to be somebody who's, what, what I call the, the Yiddish word, Erluch. He's Erluch, he's an honest, straight, dignified person who lives with truth. I want to share with you, the Navi Micha sums up all of Yiddishkeit into three statements. He says Hashem wants three things from us. He wants us, Asais Mishpat, is to learn Torah and live it. 613 is a third of Yiddishkeit. Avas Chesed, loving kindness, being kind to the next is another third of Judaism. So we have two thirds. If a guy learns a lot and keeps Torah, a guy is kind, he has two thirds of Yiddishkeit. A third more of Yiddishkeit is Tzniyos. Tzniyos is an inner world, you and Hashem. You live real. You and Hashem, you live with Hashem. You have a built inner world, a really built inner world. And a person who lives with what's true and what's right, you and Hashem, because Hashem sees. It's not all about perception, but I won't get caught. But nobody will know. Many things, you're right. Nobody will know. You're right. In Corona, it hit me a lot. In deciding decisions of Corona for yourself, for a rabbin, you could do many things. Nobody will know. But you think, well, what's right? What's true? And then you have to think through it. What's the right thing? You have to work through it. It's not about what others will see, but others will know. It's about what's true. In this sogi of Gezel and saying Gazalnu, I think it's something to think about. Are we, are we really, really honest in money? And make sure even things we could do that are shady, that are... I won't get arrested for, but it's not true. But I don't, that dollar is not mine. That dollar shouldn't come to me. It's not a... Yeah, yeah, that's Gazalnu. That's, when we say Gazalnu, people think business is like basketball. The same way basketball Valby is supposed to win a game, so that people, Redesla writes this. People think that business is like you win the guy. You're a thief. The goal of business not to hurt anybody. The goal is that he should win and you should win. That's the goal of business. That guy needs a chair. Get him the best chair in the world. And yo, you make money from the chair. Excellent. That's the goal of business. If you beat the guy, that's not called business. That's called Zela. That's a, you're a thief. That's exact Zela mentality that you beat somebody up. You're a robber. The best thing any healthy businessman wants to give an excellent product that people want and need and are good for people. And then I make Parnassa from it. That's what we call business. Anything different than that is more entering the Sogi of Gzela. Yeah, good, Vicky. Thanks for that. If Desler speaks this out. 
Maskin Penny. So we have two of them that we said, two of the Hashamnus, that each one could take a long time to think through our lives. Like David said, we're also committing to others. I don't just say, I've done this. So I'm committing to try to keep around me people from being more, promoting a more loyal environment and culture, promoting a more honest environment and culture. That's Gazal Nu. I don't just take responsibility for myself, but I say about the Tzibra, I'm going to work on it and help others work on it. That's what I'm committing here. So we spoke about two of them. I want to get to more of the Shamnus, but the hour is very late. I really appreciate the guys listening. We'll continue. Thank you, Ben. What time's your game? I have to work now on rides and stuff. Coming?